0: Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for being here this morning, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for just, Lord, just giving me the courage, Lord Jesus. Giving me the, you know, the the willingness to come up here and share your word. Give words of encouragement, Lord Jesus. We all could use a word of encouragement in our lives on a daily basis, Lord Jesus. So, Lord, I just want to encourage each and every person that hears the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus. And Lord, that they would just take heed to the word, Lord Jesus, because it's only through you, Lord Jesus, that you can heal us, Lord, that you can give us all of our needs and just keep us covered. In Jesus' name, Lord, just bless this word, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And as we continue our teaching in um, Charles Stanley's uh, book of um, 30 Life Principles, I will be uh, just sharing with you a few nuggets um, of life principle number eight, which is fight all your battles on your knees and you win every time amen amen praise god so you know i I titled my word today for the battle is not yours it's the lord's amen Amen. um some scriptures i just want to give you now i may not read them all but i i just really encourage you all to just go back and read over them um the ones that i don't touch on but um 2 Samuel fifteen thirty one. that's the key scripture. Um, also, I'm going to be coming out of 2 Samuel uh, 13. Um, I'll be through that whole book a little bit. Uh, Psalm 3, verse 1 through 3. Deuteronomy 32, verse 35. Uh, Romans 12, uh, verse 17 through 19. 2 Chronicles 7.14, Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7, James 4, verse 7 through 10, uh, 1 Peter 4 and 8, and Luke 23, 24. Now, a lot of these are in, I mean, well, they all in the voice, but uh-huh. some are coming from the... Uh, Amplified version as well. Uh, I know I didn't give you page numbers, but. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, Charles Stanley um, asked this life question. Have you ever been wrongly accused by someone you know? Have you ever endured the wrath and rejection of a coworker or a loved one? Perhaps some of the most hurtful situations that you've experienced came through the condemnation of a person that you cared about. Whether or not you, it, whether or not you merited their criticism, the pain which they inflicted was no doubt devastating and probably took a long time to overcome. Uh, so maybe it, you still haven't overcame it, but... Um, in 2 Samuel 13, now he, he gives us the story about David and several of his children. And um, 13, verse starting at verse one, it said, time passed and David's children grew older. David's third son, Absalom, had a sister. Tamar, who was so beautiful, that David's oldest son and heir, Amnon, fell in love with her. Amnon was actually sick with desire for his half-sister, Tamar, Because she was a a royal virgin, there was no chance for him to be with her. But Amnon had a friend, his cousin, Jonadab, son of David's brother, Shemiah, who was very shrewd. Son, so Jon- Jonadab, verse 4 says, son of the great king, why do you look so tired and run down every day? Won't, tell, won't you tell me? Amnon said, it's Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. I'm in love with her. Jonadab, listen, lie down in your bed and pretend that you are really sick. When your father comes to check on you, ask him, could your sister Tamar come and make me something to eat here where I can see it and she could feed it to me? So Amnon did as Jonadab had suggested. He lay down and faked an illness, and the king came to check on him just as Jonadab said he would. Amnon said, could my sister Tamar come take care of me? Could she make me some cakes here where I can wash her and she feed them to me? David went, sent word to Tamar, David's message, come to your brother and Amnon's house and fix him something to eat. Tamar came to Amnon's house, where he waited in bed. She made dough, kneaded it, formed cakes, and baked them also that he could watch her. Then she set a pan in front of him and served the food, but he would not eat. Amnon sent everybody away. All the servants departed and left the two of them alone. Amnon to Tamar, bring the food over to my bed so you can feed me. When Tamar brought to him the food, she she had made she had made as he lay in his bed. He grabbed her. Oh, my sister, come into my bed. I want to be with you. Tamar struggling against him. No, my brother, please don't violate me. Don't do anything so shameful. You know people don't do such things here in Israel. Do such things here in Israel. Think about it. Do you realize what this would do to me? my prospects my reputation where could i go to hide my shame and think about yourself people would say you were one of the most foolish men in israel please speak to the king if you want me so badly he loves you and won't keep me from you but amnon would not listen to her and sent he was stronger, he raped her. After he had done, he was done, he was filled with disgust and hatred of her. He hated her with strong, his hatred was stronger than the love that motivated him to rape her. Now, now and I said to Tamar, now get out of my sight. Now, you know, when I read that, I was like, oh my goodness, how devastating can that be? You know, I said, we all in our lifetime will experience some type of battle. Mm-hmm. And it may always be, it may not always be that someone has hurt you, like Amnon heard his sister Tamar. It may be a battle in your physical health, mm-hmm. it may be a battle in your mental well being, yeah. it's a battle in your finances. Yeah. Um, It could be, you know, a battle. You have some type of addiction. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be gambling. It was like, no matter where it stems from, the only way you can win this battle is is on your knees. Now, in Tamar's brother, Absalom, going down to verse 20, he found her. Has your brother Amnon raped you, for now my sister, my sister say nothing. He is your brother. Don't let it affect you much. When King David heard what Amnon had done, he he was filled with anger, but he did nothing to punish his firstborn. For his part, Absalom would not talk to Amnon, either nicely or angrily. Absalom hated Amnon for raping his sister Tamar, but he waited patiently. So for two whole years, can you imagine waiting, just waiting, you know, to take revenge on someone who hurt you. In Deuteronomy 32-35, it says, vengeance is mine, and retribution is in due time. Their foot will slip. For the day of their disaster is at hand, and their doom hurries to meet them. Now, um, now in verse, um, so, so what? Absalom went to his father David, and he asked his father if he could have a big feast. Now this is after two years. Now Absalom still having that in his in his mind. So he asked his dad if all his brothers could come. But his dad was like, nah, I don't know. Maybe his dad felt something like, no, nah, I don't think that's right. But he Abs- Absalom kept at him, kept at his dad. And his dad finally said, sure, Amen. son, you can have your feast. And Absalom made a deal with um, his servants to... Like when, to watch Amnon, and when Amnon was would get drunk to just hit him, and that's what happened. So Absalom's servants followed his command and killed Amnon when he became drunk. And the other royal sons rose from the feast and fled on mules. While they were on the road, a false report reached David. Now he thought all his sons were dead, but come to find out, it was just Amnon. Absalom fled. Absalom ran for his life. He saw a sanctuary with his maternal grandfather, the king of Esher, Talmai, son of Amenahud. And he stayed there for three years. Every day the king mourned for his lost son. David longed to pursue his son Absalom once he confronted him concerning the death of his son. But you know, God doesn't want us to do, I mean, bad on bad. God doesn't want us to follow up anger with anger. God wants us to pray. Prayer, forgiveness, and love to me, are the key to fighting all of our battles that we go through. In 2 Samuel 15, 31, it says, someone told David that his wise counselor, Antithophel, was conspiring with Absalom. So David prayed, O eternal one, I ask that you turn and and it counsel into foolishness. And you know, when I, I read that, I looked up the word foolishness. Foolishness is a lack of good sense or judgment, stupidity, a quality of being unwise, not showing good judgment. How many times have we not shown good judgment when we've been hurt, especially from family members and even family members in our church? God, you know, several years ago, I wanted to share this with you all. Um, I had a I had a friend, I, and and the friend was the friend was in church. Right. And you know, I'm I'm not sure if, if some of you may know this happened, but this friend lied, this friend stole, this friend cheated mm. on me. And I asked God, I was like, this friend, it was so bad that this friend had me arrested. The day it happened, I I was without, I, you know, I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even say anything because it hurt me so bad. I asked God, you know, when I was back in the back of that police car, I ain't never been no police car. And I don't recommend it to anybody. You know, because I cooperated and I was so nice, they let me have my phone. So I reached out to, you know, family. I reached out to church. I I reached out to people who loved me, who cared about me. And most of their reaction was they wanted to do something bad. But you know what? I praise God for, for giving me that that. That spirit of love, of forgiveness, of, you know, of prayer. And I prayed to God. I was like, Lord, you're going to have, have to help me do this. I mean, that that day, it, it lasted for months after that because I had to go in, in the court. The Lord always wants us to be prepared. You have to be prepared when you're going into battle. You have to go on. And I know I talked about wearing that full armor of, of God. We always have to have that full armor of God when we're dealing with Satan and his, de- 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 device of, his devices to harm us. Mm-hmm. So I've just praised God. When I went into battle, I praised God. I praised God because I had everything in order. I had pictures. I had uh, everything that you can imagine that I needed. And when the judge looked at me, she said, man, all of this this, is dismissed. I said, praise God. So when people come up against you, don't fight evil with evil because, you know, it, it it, it won't accomplish anything. You know, you know, I was listening to a word from Miles Monroe. And, and yesterday, and he was speaking about prayer. Mm-hmm. And he gave me four insights on prayer that make you think. And, and it kind of gave me an aha moment. He said, prayer is our earthly license for heavenly interference. Come on, prayer is mankind giving God permission to interfere in earth's affairs. Prayer is heaven's power impacting earth through man's earthly authority. Now we have authority down here on earth. Prayer is mankind giving heaven authority to perform God's word on earth. Okay. Charles Stanley's Living Principle. He said, God eventually delivered the kingdom of Israel back to David's hands. And although David did everything he could to protect him, Absalom still lost his life. That is what always happens when a a person harbors unforgiveness and revenge in his heart. He hurts the people around him unnecessarily and eventually destroys himself that is why whenever people attack you you can't react to them out of your fear or rage you must be like david and have a battle plan you combat your combat strategy must begin and end with getting on your knees and realizing that God is in control of your situation. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know, but as I I was reading, I could have stopped right there in the Old Testament. But we got to think about moving on to the New Testament. You know what? The ultimate betrayal, I think, is about our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus befriended 12 men, his disciples. They followed him everywhere. Now, you know they always say, our steps are ordered. All this was already in, in play. But there was one. There was one who betrayed Jesus. But Jesus, like I said, he loved all of us. He loved him. He loved all his disciples. He knew Jesus was going to betray them. But that didn't turn, turn him away from him. While Jesus Christ was being falsely accused and suffering on the cross, he, he ex- exemplified self restraint, compassion, love, and forgiveness. I had um, got this quote from this uh, um, lady named Sherry Rosenthal. It said, The key to forgiveness. Is to forgive from the heart, not from the mind. But you know what? I thought about that, too. And me working in the mental health field, I use my mind a lot. But you got to forgive from your heart and your mind. You know, you can't let. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to forget what happened. up here too long you can't just you know forgive from just one place you gotta do it as a whole wow. amen. Amen. amen Luke 23 24 says father forgive them for they don't they don't know what they're doing if Jesus can forgive all those who tortured him, how much is it for us to forgive our brother or our sister who said something ill against us, who done something ill against us? It's okay. It's going to be all right. You know, they say we've been made door for a night, but joy, I'm telling you, joy does come in the morning. James 4 and 7 says we have to submit ourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Purify our hearts, humble ourselves before the Lord, and he will lift us up. And first Peter four and eight. Above all, have unfailing love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. I know one version said false. It overlooks unkindness and Unselfishly seeks the best in in the best in others. In closing, all throughout God's word, He gives us direction when we are faced with battles. Second Chronicles seven fourteen, Philippians four six and seven, James four seven and ten all encourage us to humble ourselves, have faith, pray, forgive, and love. Remember, the battle is not yours. It's the Lord. And if you fight it on your knees, you will win every time. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise God, Lord. I just Hallelujah. thank you for this word, Lord yes. Jesus. Lord, I just praise God, Lord, um, that you encourage those that who who heard this word, Lord, that they realize that they're not fighting these battles on their own, Lord Jesus. They can fall down on their knees, Lord Jesus. They can lift their head high, Lord Jesus. But Lord, let them know that you are still there with them. All this I ask that you bless, bless, bless in Jesus' name. Amen.